0: The thing is, Jonathan Taylor could be back to work tomorrow. He could come back to work tomorrow. It could happen just that quickly. Jim Ursay could come to his senses. Jonathan Taylor could come to his senses, one or the other, or both simultaneously, and Jonathan Taylor could be back to work. We might look out on the field tomorrow and see Jonathan Taylor's number 28 out there not wearing a t-shirt, not wearing a hoodie, but wearing pads, wearing a jersey, And back to work, that's as quickly, it can happen that quickly. It can. We can hold out hope. It might just happen. It might not. We don't know. But it could happen. We look for 28 as soon as we get out there. We look for 29. That's Juju Brents. We look for Darius Rush. It's number 30. We look for Samson Ubicam at number 52. We do it every single day, and we hope for the best. And tomorrow, maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. Look, somehow or another, Jonathan Taylor is going to get back on the field, and we're going to talk about that and why exactly that has to happen. And there are a number of reasons. We're also going to talk about the Cubs and the Reds. I'm going to tell you a story about the Cubs and the Reds. My first Cubs-Reds game, back in the day at Wrigley Field when they played day games only. My last one was in 2015, and I think I did something hilarious. We're also going to talk about the Big Ten. They're picking up. Schools. Going to pick up two. We've known about it for a little bit. I'll tell you what schools coming up. And the Colts, they signed a wide receiver. This is Inside Indiana Sports. Now with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, August 2nd, Lake Forest Day, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Upland Brewing. The makers of Hoosier Game Day Lager. Hoosier Game Day Lager. It's not even in stores yet. This fresh off the line. This came off the line today. Today I was down in Bloomington, and here is one of the cans you're gonna be able to pick up all over the place in Bloomington, Indianapolis, everywhere. Look at this, the candy stripes. Drinking beer out of a candy stripe. Can can life get better? It cannot. All right, let's talk about your Indianapolis Colts and, and what exactly is gonna happen with Jonathan Taylor. First, we're going to talk about Amari, uh, Amani Rogers, wide receiver. He's 5'9", 212 yards. They wave 6'5", wide receiver Johnny King. This is like a third-string slot guy, I guess. You've got Josh Downs. You've got Isaiah McKenzie. Now you've got Amani Rogers. So there you go. 32 games for the Texans and the Packers. Two starts, 20 receptions, 249 yards. One touchdown. I'll tell you what, the Indianapolis Colts, more back-end tinkering than a night at the birdcage. That's what's going on with Chris Ballard. And I want to tell you, look, if you want to win an Anthony Richardson jersey, you can do that. All you have to do is subscribe to this channel, subscribe to Two Big Brains, and DM me so I have some way to get your address should you win. We open up the Golden Egg every morning. One of these mornings, there will be a jersey in it. I will put it in an envelope. I will send it off immediately that morning. Colts, back to work tomorrow, 9 o'clock until, uh, what is it, 10, 1045 tomorrow, they're going to get to work. Will JT be on the field? He needs to be on the field. The Colts need him. Is Jim Ursay, is he going to be a stand-up guy for the owners or a stand-up guy for the fans? He doesn't want to disrupt what is now a very owner-friendly Kind of marketplace for running backs. You can franchise a running back until, like, that third franchise. You don't want to do it through the third franchise because that's 144% of the second franchise tag value, which at this point, moving forward in 2026, would be about $20 million. So you don't want to do that. Owners would be pissed at Jim Ursay for resetting the market upward for running backs if he signs jonathan taylor to an extension that's just the way it is so what ursay would prefer is that jonathan taylor play at 4.3 this year the franchise tag level next year which is going to be about 11 and then the franchise tag value the following year which is going to be about 13. that would make the owners happy it's going to piss off the fans it's going to piss off jonathan taylor does jim ursay take serious his role as a steward for this franchise and this group of fans, or does he more greatly value his role as kind of an upper states, an elder statesman, an upperclassman maybe, in the fraternity of owners? I think we're going to find out through this. What he does with Jonathan Taylor is going to tell the tale, because without Jonathan Taylor on the field, i got to tell you, Anthony Richards, Richardson has got to lift that offense. And is he capable as a rookie? They got a chance to do some things with Jonathan Taylor on the field that they cannot do without him. Deion Jackson is not going to get it done, and neither is Evan Hull. You need Jonathan Taylor, just like you needed Colonel Nathan Jessup on that wall. You need Jonathan Taylor on that field. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. Got to have him. So what is Jimmer? say, willing to do? What is Jonathan Taylor willing to do? Are they willing to meet in the middle someplace where Taylor gets a little bump this year in a signing bonus and then gets guaranteed that potential franchise level in 24 and 25 at 11 and 13? Give the man $30 million guaranteed and get on with your day. Make this football team the best you can. That should be Jim Irsay's mandate by the fans. We, you know what? We talk about Jim Say being held not accountable to anyone because he's the owner of the team. He can be held accountable by the fans. There's accountability there, baby. Big accountability there. You're not going to pay, what, $18, 18 million a year? That isn't going to happen. That's crazy. Nobody's going to do that with Jonathan Taylor. Look, Jonathan Taylor is an interchangeable part, but he is a high-end interchangeable part. Or he's an, inter- and he's, he's an interchangeable part in a high-end vehicle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can swap it out, but it's a pretty good part. Like Jonathan Taylor, one of the best running backs in the NFL. Do you need a great running back to be able to win a Super Bowl? Hey, when he ran for 1,811 yards, how many playoff games the Colts win? None. They didn't play in any. They went 9-8. and eight. So let's not talk about how a great running back is necessary for a Super Bowl. Let's also not talk about Jonathan Taylor's ability to walk away. Oh, he could just walk away after this season. No, he can't. He is under contract with the Indianapolis Colts via a franchise tag for next year, and really a second year and a third year, we're being attacked by a giant FedEx jet. How about that? That's what the situation is. If Jonathan Taylor chooses to sit this year, his contract freezes in place, and he's got to come back in 24. And play for $4.3 million instead of the franchise tag number. He has no mobility. He has no leverage, none that Jim Ursay is unwilling to grant him. Jim Ursay is holding all the cards. He's playing, he's playing cards, and Jim Ursay's got all 52. He's got 13 sets of four of a kind. That's what Jim Ursay's got. And Jonathan Taylor's saying, Where are my cards, coach? There are no cards for you, Jonathan. Sadly, your union is to be thanked for that. The NFLPA negotiated this CBA just like Jim Arsay said. He was inglorious in the way he phrased it, but that's exactly right. The CBA is what the CBA is. And the CBA mandates that until you're through with that first franchise tag and that second franchise tag, your ass is right here and it belongs to Jim Jimmer saying that might really piss you off but there's no wiggle room around it and if you want to sit fine and you know what you can choose another profession if you want you want to be a teacher you want to be a coach you can do it i don't recommend it 4.3 million to play football is not a bad living for having some fun and then next year 11 million that's not bad for having some fun and then 13 million is not bad for having some fun playing football and it is a grind, and it's violent, and there's pain involved, and there's rehab, and even when there's not injury, there's pain. We get it. But Jonathan Taylor, as long as Jim Ursay is intractable in keeping him here, is going to be here at least through the 2025 season. And that's reality. And the, uh, the agent can make noise, and Jonathan Taylor can be a good soldier and come out with his T-shirt, but it isn't going to change reality. What I would do if I was Jim Irsay, I'd try to find some middle ground out of the sight of fans. I'm not, I'm not making the pimp move of coming out with a cruiser. I'm not doing that and putting, like, somehow, you're Harry Truman, who, who is dressing down Douglas MacArthur. I'm not doing that. I'm going to be a human being about it. I'm going to go talk to Jonathan Taylor. And pretend I'm not some billionaire asshole. I'm going to do that. Jim Ursay is a really good guy. But Jim he has got to get it straight. And when he says he's a steward of this franchise, he's right. He's a steward of this franchise. So be a good steward of the franchise. And don't dismiss the fans as uninformed cattle. And elevate your brother owners to the point where you would sacrifice what could be a pretty cool season for the fans, for you, for this team, just because you want to please 30 other guys and whoever's running the Green Bay Packers in the moment. All right. And please get this done. So like this, I like talking about football. So I'm going to go out tomorrow, and we're going to watch a workout. And football will be practiced, and we'll talk to Shane Steichen, and we'll talk to players, and we'll have some fun doing it. Please don't make that more difficult by putting Jonathan Taylor, this this nonsensical business kind of uh, standoff in play and and make it something that we have to mention and have to talk about. Let's play football and let's have fun doing it and not make this training camp, you know, a root canal for the media, for fans, for everybody associated with the team. Can we do that? Can we get Jonathan Taylor on the field tomorrow? Jim Ursay can do exactly that. So do it. All right, Cubs-Reds tonight, 8-0-5. Cubs, reds tonight eight oh five. cubs 4 games out, behind the Reds. First game I ever went to was a Cubs-Reds game at Wrigley Field. Last game I went to between the Cubs and the Reds as a season ticket holder. So uh, the great E.W. and his wife, we got to go down on the field before the game. It holder a season, holder t- or season uh, ticket holder day, and we're down there. And, uh, they, they, I mean, it's not great. You're just on the warning track behind home plate, right? And then we go back, we're behind the fence, we're looking at things, and there's a Reds player. That Reds player is talking up a couple of people. And I went down, you know, you have, you have some of these, not exactly these, but you have a couple of Hoosier game day loggers or one of their, their brothers, and uh, all of a sudden you're kind of friendly. So I walked down, I slapped the Reds player, a white guy, so I had a feeling it was either Joey Votto or Jay Bruce. Slapped him on the shoulder and said, Hey, Joey, thanks, pal, like he'd done something for me. E.W. starts laughing, and uh, I was like, I-, I guessed wrong, didn't I? He goes, Yeah, that's, uh, that's Jay Bruce. <laughs> I called Jay Bruce Joey Votto. The first Fred's Cubs game I went to, I mistook <laughs> Fred Whitfield. For Pete Rose. Dad told me to go get Pete Rose's autograph. I thought, oh, he's got to be a Reds guy. I was a real little kid. Took the program down there with a pencil. There was a big line for this guy. Big crowd around that guy. No crowd around this guy. said, can I have your autograph? He said, sure. Fred Whitfield. That's my history with the Cubs and the Reds. Good heavens. Uh, heard from a source, Washington and Oregon are locks to join the Big Ten. Pac-12. Into the ether they go. That's what happens when you've got a commissioner who's on vacation, when your two anchor franchises (laughs) decide they're going to leave for the Big Ten. What the hell is he doing? Going to Montana, going hiking as UCLA and USC leave the Pac-12 to join the Big Ten. Are you out of your freaking mind? What kind of a professional are you? Administrators, all you have to do is show up for work and hide under your desk. Um, And then... How about Notre Dame and Stanford next? And then, how about UNC and Virginia? And all of a sudden, you got 22 teams. And you're mitigating the travel issue mostly because you got a lot of West Coast teams. You got five West Coast teams at that point. Gets really, really interesting, doesn't it? And it's going to get more interesting as time moves forward because money talks. And the money in the Big Ten and the SEC, huge. Florida State, Wants out of the ACC, likely, very likely, to go to the SEC. You want to make a donation, make a donation. Making a donation is a wonderful thing. Can't pay JT $18 million. The a- a- NFL would go crazy. And why would you pay him $18 million when you don't have to pay him $18 million? Like, what? That's like me walking across the street to my neighbor's house and saying, hey, could I pay your mortgage for three months? Jim Irsay doesn't have to pay that money, so why would he pay that money? But what he can do, and the middle ground he can walk, and maybe Jonathan Taylor would meet him halfway, is to say, hey, know what? I'll guarantee uh, more money this year, another $6 million this year, to plus you up to ten, and then what the franchise is expected to be next year and the year after. So you stay here. We'll sign you to a deal that guarantees you $30 million extra million mm. Now we're taught there are ways to find middle ground Jim Irsay. has got to look for them. He knows what they are. Jonathan Taylor has to accept them. Neither can be intractable or this doesn't help either. Both will be losers. Neither will win this. Intractability costs both. So don't do it. Make it easy for yourselves. Let's go. Talk to you tomorrow morning. Can't wait. Breakfast with Kent. Never know what's going to happen. Tomorrow morning, if we see number 28 on the field with pads on, we'll tell you first, I promise you that.